1: Premier League Forecast, it's me Chris Brack, I'm allowed back after a week off and today I'm joined by my mate Kev, Luke's having a day off, uh, so we've got another Luke in because to be honest I can't cope with two Lukes at the same time and we've got a new guest <laughs> tonight we've got Steve who is an Arsenal fan. So guys, Premier League football is back, Arsenal, Arsenal can't defend, somehow win, Palace can't, <laughs> shoot. Palace can't shoot, somehow managed to throw a game away, so basically nothing's really changed from the last three years really, so Jeff,
0: how are we? All good, mate. Listen, I've been sat here all day. I think I went through about five or six drafts of fantasy football. My my team has been chopped and changed all over the place. Absolutely. <laughs> do you know what happened? Do you know what happened come six o'clock, about five past six tonight? Shawnee from this parish decided to put after the lock after the window shut and nobody could make any more changes, that's when Shawnee decided to post his uh his fantasy football team. So well, yeah, the tar- the target is there for everyone to get. And he's he's going to be the one that has to be beaten this year. But Listen, then, I'm, no, I'm delighted it's back, and delighted to get the routine back there for the Saturday, for the Friday, Saturday, Sunday Just can't wait.
1: Listen, I'm feeling small guy, you said. I've dropped Desi for that, <laughs> Martinelli. I think I ballsed up here, and he scored. I went, oh well, it's all right. <laughs> it. I it. Don't do fancy football. So cool, Luke. Welcome back. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me back again. trick appearance. I'm in,
2: I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Just-
1: yeah. Just so you know. know No
2: football or anything No No I'm glad Glad the Premier League back And they're completely Balls up on fancy football um, well, What, forgot what, what did you do in, Forgot that Martial's completely injured And out forever And took Martinelli <laughs> out And then he scored
1: Yeah but also Martial's shite So I don't know why You picked him <laughs> To be fair But there is You know Been be waiting four years For him to turn up We're still waiting Um Steve, good to have you on, mate. Uh, debut, isn't it?
3: It's great. Yeah, it's great to be on. And thanks a lot for having me on, lads. Do you know that's what I can say? Arsenal, top of the league. Yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's face it. It's three points better than we had this time last year, weren't you? <laughs> Was it three, yeah, three that's straight losses in a row? That's so, true. So, you, know, you know. Look for Arsenal. Well, let's, let's talk about Arsenal for a little bit. So, I, <laughs> I, look, it's first game. So you can't, you can't take too much from a first game. So... Well, how do you feel after the first game, potential bananas game, because Palace away is a bananas game for, for most teams. How do you feel about How do you think you did?
3: Yeah, well, it's it's great. We got the three points. Um, I think the first 20, 25 minutes we dominated that game and then Palace came into it. Uh, second half, we were very, very nervous, very nervous. And Palace kept on growing and growing and growing. They targeted our right side, you could see that all there. I think Ben White and Saka were a bit unbalanced over there, and Zaha he made him he he destroyed it. Palace were lucky not to score, Do you know, they had the chances the whole lot. Uh, the plus side is Gabriel Jesus. Gabriel Jesus is an absolute peach, like fabulous player, you could see it there all today. And William Sal- Saliba in the back line, absolute monster. So
1: have yeah, three points. Yeah, three points. That's all, all you need. Kev, uh, I thought Jenko looked good for uh, uh, for Arsenal. Actually, I thought you know that left side of midfield. He, I thought he linked play
0: really well for them. Going forward, he's, he's going forward, he's fine. He's absolutely. I mean, look, he's he's a midfielder converted to a left back. He can play. That's mm. that. In sight, in a game that you have got to dominate the ball, he's going to he's going to be fine. He gets found out when he's got to do a defensive job and it looks like he just ran out of gas tonight. You know, the last 20 minutes, he he was he was sucking air. Like, you know, he was gone. And Tierney came on, closed the game out, which is good. You know, you've got that strength and depth now that um, you're able to do that. And it'll probably benefit Tierney in the long run that he can build up his match fitness without being, you know, he's nearly fit. We need him. He has to play it. You know, Zinchenko is an able, not an able deputy, but he's um He looks a like good deal to, to me anyway. I think he reminds me an awful lot on the left what we're asking Trent to do on the right. Tucking inside, being that uh, extra midfielder to link play up as well. But Zinchenko does go on the outside as well. You know, um but yeah, he was he was very good. Gabby Esu was was really lively, really on it. But again, another one ran out of gas. But it's early in the season, so you don't yeah. mind that so much. Saliba impressed. Saliba yeah, he, impressed. Big he did. Night. He did. Um, Ramsdale is an absolute shocker. You know, it's the possibly, only reason I was, I was coming, I was coming yeah. I leave I leave. I leave Luke go, go after going to go to Mister Mister uh, Harry Ramsdale. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so we have so we have the guy who likes to photo saves. He's really good at them. You know, yeah. catch the ball, but he does a photo I mean, save. The thing
0: is. For 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 half for the first half hour, Arsenal dominated that. And you don't dominate the game away at Sellers Park that often. They dominated for the first half hour. Ramsdale mm. was horsing around, messing about. You know, it was almost a case the game was too easy. He was messing about. And that gave the Palace crowd the impetus to get up. And Palace took that and they went forward. Anderson's passing range for them is unbelievable for a centre-back. Oh, they showed a stat at the start. Yeah they They showed the us sat at the start of the game like that he um he has more completed long range passes in last season than does. and zaha reads him so well the amount of cross field balls that he made and and made you know not that he delivered he made them, and not once was zaha offside he was on the shoulder waiting for the ball knowing that it would arrive that's a serious asset you know they're not going to be playing Arsenal or a top a top six side every every weekend you know they're that against us is going to be a problem because of how we like to push our fullbacks on. You know, Anderson, when we play Palace, Allison is going to have to be alive to that. You know, so it, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things that I took away. I thought it was a really good game. Really enjoyed it. You know, for for an opening game of the season, it was a really good game. 2 0 Arsenal, away win. You take that all day long, every day every day of the week. No injuries, no drama. It was it was a good sort of but to be fair, Steve is dead right. Palace should have been 2-1 up, you know, the, um, missing the first yeah. half. and The EZ the 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 one's bad. Yeah, he should the score. header, he should play but, that, you know, man. it's day one of heading school and it, you're learning how to play football as a kid. Head the ball back where it came from. You know what I mean? It's basic stuff. You know, that was a terror. there were terrible misses. But mm. look, you got the result, they got the three points and fair play to them they needed it because the last thing that Arsenal's confidence needed after the amount of money they've spent in the summer is to get pegged back after being dominant in a lead it's vital that that they got that you know
3: Who've Arsenal got next week is it? It's Leicester, I think, next week.
0: Ah, uh, that's all right. they'll, throw, they'll throw that one away.
1: Anyway, next one, <laughs> Luke. Palace, though. Let's talk about Palace. I'm not letting. You, I'm not letting you talk about Arsenal because I'll be honest. We're trying to keep the show Arsenal. <laughs> no, yeah, we want I to keep
0: a, everything on a, left, on a nice even tour. Yeah, tonight, so.
1: yeah. Palace. To be honest, We've had a, a pretty disrupted season. you have not not had all the yeah. sides together because of um, travel issues and things like that, but. They're an exciting young side, you know. Both centre backs look quality. The left back looks good. I like Eze, uh, and I thought they looked better once they took Edward off and put um, Is it Mateta? I always get his name. Yeah, I get his name wrong every time, but I think he. I always think he causes issues. But Palace just—they look a good side to be honest. They look an exciting young side. There's a few players they, I think, a lot of big clubs are keeping their eye on.
2: Yeah, fair play to Patrick Vieira. You know, like. I'm not his biggest fan, obviously, but um, <laughs> you know I can respect what what he's done at at Palace. Definitely, you know he came into to Palace with not the best reputation as a manager, as well. You know from nope. what he'd done um, in the in the different jobs that he had done. But you know I think that yeah, someone's just there. Lise is an mm. incredible player for them. Eze. big miss for them. Yeah, Anderson at the back. You know I know when uh, when he left. Fulham, I think he's on loan at Fulham wasn't he before and then mm. when when he became available it was one of those names that I said that you know Spurs should should be looking at you know and we're we're crying out for some form of centre-back you know especially a ball-playing centre-back um
1: like that And uh, as Kev said you've, got, with his... you've, you've got Ben Davis what what do you need
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> he's in he's coming back from injury though to be fair so he may not even play uh play tomorrow
1: it's all touch and go oh, with us tomorrow it.
2: Um, you know, but look.
1: I mean, if Ben Davis isn't playing. It's, I, I sort of feel like that. That's like a win-win, isn't it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, look. I think that, that Palace were unlucky, and I think that you know, I'm gonna. Uh, I've been waiting to say this. You know, Arsenal's 6 0 win against Sevilla. You know, dominating pre-season really showed in tonight's game that not much has really changed with Arsenal. To be honest, um, still look fragile, and I'm 100% convinced a few injuries and uh, and the wheels could fall off. The other thing that bothers me about them is the, you know, talking about injuries is obviously playing Ben White right back. They have to get their £50 million centre-back in there somewhere because Saliba's uh, demanded his way into the starting lineup, and rightfully so. Um, so, yeah, it does worry me. You know, I know Steve mentioned Jesus. If if he or, or the likes of Saka get get an injury, you know, a long-term injury, I, I do feel worried for, for how many goals they'll score.
3: Do you feel See, worried,
1: though? Yeah.
3: I well I take up Luke's comment there first of all about Ben White. If you look at the way Arsenal now are playing, with Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel, and you had Senchenko that was out on the left. When Senchenko moves forward, that back four turns into a back three. So Senchenko effectively becomes a midfielder and they attack. But what actually happened was Anderson disrupted that by playing that long ball over the top, and Zaha was onto every single one. I said he did it ten to fourteen times. I said tonight, and everyone was pinpointed. Zaha picked it up, and he was one on one with White. White got burnt. If you look at if you look in the second half, you'd actually see Saka had to come back and to help Ben White. That took away from the attack. But Luke is right. Tom was is a massive loss out there for us and the whole lot and his overlapping play. That was something we didn't see from the right side tonight was Ben White continuing his run past Saka to actually help out. There was none of that. I honestly think Arsenal need another attacking right side and I also think they, they need another centre midfielder to just uh, to carry on forward in case of those injuries. Last season, it's what cost us the left back position. We lost Tierney for half the season. We had nobody. We were playing Jack in there at one stage. Nuno came in. Good couple of games. He he played well, and then he started making mistakes, and everybody got on his back, and his confidence was shot. That's that's where we lost it last year. We we dropped our squad. We dropped our squad size down to sixteen players. Key injuries. To, uh, injuries to key players, and bang. That was us gone. We were dead on our feet at the end of it. This season, hopefully, it'll be different. I don't think we're in the market yet. I think we'll see a few more go, and I, I, I still think we'll see a few more coming in at Arsenal. Do you know? But, well, we'll, have to keep, Luke, we'll, keep, we'll
1: keep it on it, because it'll be... Uh, it is intriguing what's going to go with Arsenal, because I'm intrigued to see how they cope with Europe, because obviously, last year, there was a no-Europe thing, and for some reason, I don't know why it is, playing Europa League Thursday night really seems to be a thing. I don't understand why, because Thursday Sunday is no different to Wednesday Saturday for me. So, you know, the, the gaps are the same. But mentally, there seems to be a thing with all English clubs when they're in Europe. I don't I don't quite get it. Uh, but let's move on and let's give Steve a bit of fun now. So let's talk about uh, Spurs against Southampton, because... Um, Spurs are going to win the league they? They, Spurs, go, Spurs win the league, aren't they? They've had a, they've had a good. To be fair, they've had a good. They've had, a, I, in my opinion, a very good win. That they've sort of filled in gaps in the squad that they had. And I'll see what Kev thinks first before we'll let we'll make Luke stew for a bit longer. They've brought signs in for my, in my opinion, that will solidify top four, which is not damn with fake praise. The best thing to do is get regular top four, then you continue to bring in better players. We've we've sort of. Fa- found that out over the years now, haven't we? Because when you're out with it for a couple of years, it takes a while to build your reputation back to get those the next level player, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, look, it's, it's, there's always going to be that confidence thing with players. And we've seen how important Europe is when it comes to uh, signing some players now. And a lot of clubs with money are struggling to sign that X-factor player because they're not in Europe. I'm intrigued to see what Southampton do tomorrow because... I think if you were doing uh, your predictions of who's going down, they'd Sounds be on a like fair few. List. They'd be they'd list. be on a fair few lists, and Hassan Houthu would be up there for the chop. But they're after spending a fair bit of money on young young talent, and it'll be interesting to see how they get on because they're buying at a range where the likes of Salzburg buy and. Leipzig to a point. You know, that kind of um, 10 to 20 million pound range of player in the hope that they can do what Brighton did with Cucurella. You know, find a, find a few a few rough diamonds that are ready to take it to go to the next level. And Southampton are looking to give them the breed the, the, the ground to do it. But mm-hmm. to do this, Southampton have to stay in the league. The likes of Bazunu could be an absolute steal for what they paid for him. Um Sekumara, another one. Um Joe Rebo. they these are decent players with, you know, higher high ceilings. So I just I'm want to see how they get I'm, on.
1: I'm surprised the Rebo didn't get a move a bit sooner. and am a little bit higher
0: than Southampton. Yeah. This is so. it. And it's, it's like Southampton are one of those clubs. They've got a fair few, they've got a few experienced players who know the game. You know, and know know the club and th- it looks like they're trying to get back to what they were when they brought in Sadio Mane, when they brought in Dejan Lovren, You know, and Lip- then we used to just go and pick their pockets. But feed the yeah, club. That's what yeah, they wanted why, to go. <laughs> but why we while we were picking their pockets, we were paying good money for these players. And Southampton were a... reaping the rewards for it. They made you a fortune
1: out they made a fortune out of winning in the Champions League. The, the they moved bonuses yeah. for that. It was huge. Of
3: course, they did. But they moved and away from that. Mo- they moved away from uh, that model. Like, and what's mm. funny is they never actually replaced those players that they lost. Like, That's it. look at look at the Southampton team now. Who's actually going to score the goals? Look at their forward line. Like, you have Chet Evans, Armstrong, Walcott. Do you know, yeah. well,
0: Walcott's out. It's Arebo uh, and Adams probably leading the line tomorrow. You have Elia You'll have Ward prowse and Romeo in the middle of the park. You'll have Armstrong off the wing. I like Salisu. He's a good he's good centre yeah. back. Mm-hmm. He just tends to get himself in the way of a lot of things. Uh, Walker Peters, another one, uh, Luke you'll know, you know, from, from Spurs, he yeah. needed to go and play. He's a decent fullback. You know, he's a decent attacking fullback. He got the Irish should, keepers, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, Gavin Pizzunu. This is a massive season for him because with Kelleher sidelined and looking like he's going to still be number two, if he can put in a, a decent season as Southampton, Ireland, Ireland will start – he'll be Ireland's number one keeper. You know, now, mm. where that takes him, who knows. But we, there's an intriguing battle between the two of them, and that hopefully drives both of them on, and it helps us. You yeah. know, but, I mean – Oh, speaking of Southampton, are we are we a little surprised James Moore Prox is still there? I got a feeling he's gonna be the one a one club, man. You know, I think he's yeah. gonna stay there for his career. Now
1: I'm just surprised. I was surprised. Was, as,
0: yeah, haven't I haven't stuck around.
1: I've I listen. I said it a while ago. I wouldn't mind it as a squad option for Liverpool, not a starter, anything like that, but a handy squad option who can fill I'm, in. I'm places. surprised at Villa, I, and I think I, I think Villa he could do that for. I think yeah, Chelsea he'd do that for. I think to be fair, I think he do that for, for Spurs. He wouldn't be a regular starter. Oh, yeah. But he'd be someone to drop in for the European
0: games or rotation I, i'm Yeah, I'm amazed that a Villa didn't come in for him. You know, I think he's I think probably he, better than what they have.
3: I think he has his limitations, though, you know? Cracking mean, free kick and that. But, do you know, when he's running with his back to goal, he gets caught out quite easily, like, do you know? Yeah. And that's probably why big teams are keeping away from him.
0: Yeah, it could it, be. It,
1: but It could be, but if he's a squad option... There's less risk in him. You know what I mean? He's a sort of yeah. a finisher. But Luke, how you feel about Spurs? You know, happy with preseason, happy with what you got in. Uh, yeah, you like hinted he, like, hint he wants a bit more?
2: Yeah, preseason was, was alright. You know. I, I it's difficult to take too much into account. I already mentioned Arsenal earlier. Um, but yeah, you know, you can win all your games in preseason and then absolutely bottle it in the league. So who who knows what? what that has to say about a lot of things. Spurs have been they've brought in a lot of players, but how many will actually start tomorrow? Not many at all. Um Bissuma still looks like he's injured. Um Pep- per- per- is,
1: is a douse, isn't
2: he? Yeah. Um Spence won't start tomorrow. Um Richardson's got one match banned and I don't think he'd start anyway. So yeah, it's it's gonna be gonna look like at Spurs potentially Longley could play left centre back. Um, but it's interesting because Spurs actually put Perisic on the front cover of the, the match day program. So I don't know whether that has anything to say about anything or if it's just, they pulled someone, one of the new signings and stuck them on. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I think that first game of the season is always tricky. Um, as much as we say, you know, Southampton could be one of those that, um, that may go down. I still think that, as Kev said in Garibo, he's the one I stuck in, instead of Martinelli in my uh, fancy team this weekend, actually. so
1: uh, well, if, well, if he scores two against you, then you'd be all right, because at least you're fancy Well, team, yeah, so. that's the yeah, only it's benefit of fancy yeah. football, isn't it? Yeah, that's the only benefit to playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
2: look, you know, Spurs aren't going to lack goals this season. Um, you know, with Kane, Son and Kulusevsky uh, leading the line, I think we'll be fine. Toss-up again on, on right-back, whether we play with Doherty or we play with Emerson. Um, a lot of fans still don't know how we're going to line up, so it's going to be interesting. But yeah, talking about James Ward-Prowse, the only reason i take him at Spurs is just to take Harry Kane off free kicks. I remember mm-hmm. when, I was, uh, when I was at the Rangers game preseason and I was stood uh, just before half time in the queue to get a pie and uh, there's, there's a screen in. So we were watching the game and all the fans that are queuing with me, there's a free kick there and everyone was like, oh no, please no, Harry Kane. And then he stepped up. Smashed it miles over the bar. It's just—it's outrageous that he's still on free kicks. He scores one in pre-season and one about three years ago.
0: Do you know who's an absolute stinker for that, Roberto Ronaldo. Carlos? <laughs> Roberto Roberto Carlos had that one in La Torino. He scored a couple, couple but he his record, record and yeah, Ronaldo is another one. Their record—I mean, for the for the reputation that they have, their record from free kicks is abysmal. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. And the thing is, with look, I think Tottenham have done good business, but I think they've done good business to stand still. Uh, they'll they'll secure they've secured top four for me. They're as long as they don't go deep in Europe. I think if they go deep in Europe, there could be they could have an issue. (laughs) I definitely think they need to address um, a centre back option, yeah, 100%. you know, but it, I think every every side in the league with a month to go in the window has something has, they want to uh, do. has has one or two positions that they could address. I mean, I how I I go tomorrow. Look, I think Spurs run out comfortable four nil. about that,
1: Pete? Carry on.
0: <laughs> we're, well, we're, we're gonna have to get to. We'll go to we'll that bit, shall we? Go on. What, what's yeah, cool we th- Look, I go four 0 with it. Um, I just think. Spurs I want to see what Spurs are going to be like when they have to take the game to a side Southampton aren't going to come out and attack you Spurs are brilliant on the counter they're absolutely lethal on the counter arguably one of the best sides in the league on the break but making the game while it's nil nil getting that getting ahead it's the first goal for for Spurs, if you give a Southampton something to hold on to. Southampton took points off Spurs last season, so they're not afraid of them. There's nothing no new way. in there's nothing new in Southampton. Sorry, in the Spurs side, that Southampton didn't see. It's just that Southampton have youth and exuberance going for them this season. You know they don't have the experience of some of the players that they've lost. I I just think the Spurs will probably have too much for them on a day, but. I don't. No, look. No, it's going to be four now. I don't. I. I don't see this being a banana. I don't see there being a banana skin in anything in this. There really shouldn't be. If there Steve, is, then you're, Luke, you're going to be uh, having. I'm a not lively coming back podcast. on. No, you're yeah. going to be having a lively podcast in the weekends. <laughs> uh, so,
1: Steve, what are you going for for your uh, North London brothers?
3: <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. Um, <laughs> Hold but, <into> your nose. Uh <laughs> definitely Spurs win tomorrow. No doubt with that. So Hampton haven't got enough to beat them. I do think Spurs are still lacking depth up front. If Harry Kane gets injured, then who comes in? Who comes in for him? Do you know what I mean? If Son gets injured, who comes in? The two of them together are absolutely lethal. But if you take one out, who actually comes in? Do you know, look at the goals Song scored last year. Look at the goals Harry Kane scored. Well, not in the first half, first <laughs> half of the season, because there was it's not. So but the damage the two of them did was incredible. Uh, okay. Something Kev said there, I still think they're lacking in the centre half position as well. Do you know, you have uh, you have Christian Romero, absolute fabulous player, fabulous player. He's still on loan, I think, is it? You, you see no, we he just signed him on he, a
0: permanent deal. Yeah,
3: he's done. Is he done? Is it? Do you yeah, know, he's done. that's a fact. That's. A... But who do you put next to him? Do you put Dyer? Do you put Sanchez? Do you know? Oh, don't These Sanchez.
2: Two... <laughs> he needs to just stay far, far, far away.
3: These lads have mistakes in them, you know. Yeah. Um as Kev said, I, I, what I'm looking forward to seeing is how Spurs treat so hampton. Do Spurs themselves sit back? and try to catch, catch him on the counter, or do they attack? Do you know? Because if if, if they follow the Conte way, they're going to sit back, defend, soak it, and then attack. Do you know? And that can only continue for so long before teams adapt to it. It happened that when he was at Chelsea, teams adapted to it, and they overran him eventually. And finally, he left before he was about to get the boot. You know? He's after been given a lot of money, now, to bring in players. Parisic I think, is a very, very smart boy. Again, he's a bit old, but by God, he'll give you 50, 50, 60 minutes, and he is good. Spence is a bit of a risk, but again, he's young, and he showed it last season out in that he's capable of doing it. You know, Richardson, for me, is, the confused, I'm confused by that one totally. You're going to go away and pay $52 million for a man that won't even start. Do you know? Richardson's going to be sitting on the bench, and I think Luke, you might have even said that yourself. How could Spurs change that front tree that did yeah. damage in the second half of last season? You know, that that front tree was absolutely brilliant. And as an Arsenal fan, do you know, I'm afraid to admit it, right? but yeah, it was brilliant. And that's what actually got Spurs the fourth place last season, playing in simple. Do you know, but tomorrow, I think they're going. To, I think it's going to be four one or four nil down to Tottenham.
1: Okay, okay. I've gone two nil Spurs because I think Spurs do what they always do, which is sit deep and then get a couple and Conte will do the Mourinho thing of all right, two. That's it off. Shut up shop. Let's wait for tomorrow. Let's wait for next week. Nothing wrong with that. I just think that's what, that's normally his mo. It's just get the win with the minimum amount of effort, which is what you probably need to do to get yourself fresh for Europe. Luke, what are you going for?
2: Yeah, do you know what? It's going to be going to be interesting. I think I think Spurs will will concede. It's just you know, it's just the way, isn't it? So I, I'm going to go three three one. Um, but what's like really weird about Spurs at the moment is that uh, come changing the subject slightly, is looks like we're looking at buying Uden, that Udinese left back Destiny. I don't know his last name. Udogi. Um, Udogi, because yeah, because <laughs> it looks like uh, from what I've read today, he's been left out of their squad, and Spurs are going to buy him, but then they're going to loan him straight back. And this is a signing that Conte wants, so I'm very confused about. That's you know
0: that's what we're planning for Paris. That's basically saying Paris is just right. going to be here for a year. Yeah. We can't shift regular on, so but this is it. A a future matters, pla- isn't that's future planning for next year.
3: Yeah, I so, uh, you know. I also I also saw Spurs are linked with uh, Zanioli is it Zanioli from Roma? Yeah, Zaniolo, yeah.
0: very good player. Yeah, very very good player. He would yeah. actually. If it, oh, I really like him, he's a really good player. He'd be interesting, you know. And yeah. it's just a case of Spurs would have the thing is if you sign someone like him, Spurs would probably almost have to play a back four. Yeah. So this is what yeah.
2: this is what apparently to, Conte Conte wants. Sorry, Kev. Is that? Yeah, no, shoot, wants, shoot, shoot, sorry. And it's something that we need. You know, we saw it in, in pre season against Roma, where we played a Jose Mourinho team, and they just sat back. Did exactly what we do, soaked us up, and we just could not do anything. It was a, probably one of the worst games I've seen Spurs play in a long time. And apparently, from what I've been reading, Spurs want or Conte wants to be able to play the standard system that he will play, and then have the ability to switch it and play two up top with an attacking midfielder and uh, and go down that direction. But you know, for me to again cost you another fifty million pound. Roughly, he's for a for player that's Reds. going to play in twenty five percent of the games because we'll only change that formation
0: when we're playing. You know, but deep the thing line. Is, mate, Look, I mean, the thing is, if you want to be, ch- I mean, if you if you want to be getting into the top four, you are where you are, and that's fine. Hmm. If you if you want to be getting into the latter stages of Champions Leagues, and you want to be challenging to get into the to break up the Liverpool and City. Dominance, not, you know, and I'm not being trying to be big headed or anything like that. No, no. You, you have to be looking to have real Latin. quality of depth. I think Latin. you've overpaid for Richardson. That's just, look, I've said this before. But that caliber of player, having him as an option with his Aniola as an option, is the kind of depth that sides need to be able to compete for top, top trophies at the back end of the season. And at some point, Spurs are going to have to bite the bullet and do it because Chelsea will, Yeah, you know. Um, Arsenal have spent the bones of 200 million over the last few windows. So, for me, Arsenal have to get in the top four. Otherwise, what's the bloody point? You know, so it's like the top six for four spots is really lively. And the thing is, as a Liverpool fan, we need... The likes of Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, Manchester United to be able to come and take not just take points off us, but take points off City. Not just roll over like most sides do. You know, and You can leave that to us, don't worry. <laughs> but the thing I mean, is, I mean, I mean to be fair Spurs were the only side to take points off. Yeah, Liverpool but most, and City, when it comes to, to Manchester City, most sides roll over. You know, not all yeah, but really. most. You know, there's there's a soft touch, as oh, it's Man City will We'll play a week inside, or we just we're beaten in the tu- in the tunnel, you know. And t- if you spend the money, you have to be able to compete. And Arsenal have spent the money. Spurs have spent the money now. You know, Arsenal have no excuses this season. They have to finish in the top four; otherwise, it's an absolute failure. There's no other way of going around it. You can't go and spend two hundred million quid in three transfer windows.
2: three hundred.
0: Well whatever they've spent they've spent they've, they've reduced their wage bill granted but they've still shelled out serious money be it good on good money or bad money they have to get a return for it they have to get in the Champions League you know well, they bought this, it, it did, last year so yeah, Kev,
1: they have to do it this year well, Kev, Kev put, it, put it this way if one of Spurs or Arsenal don't get into the uh, top four what do you think will happen to the managers they oh, will vanish some would say IP vanish yes it's a new season and my puns are still here there you go and I haven't got I haven't got loot time as I wind up over these. So just so you know, guys, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without security, you might as well give away your private data to hackers, advertisers, and all other undesirables. Uh, IP IP vanishes a VPN to make it easy for you to be truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by 100% encrypting your data. This means all your private details, passwords, communications, browser history, and more are completely shielded from um, from the wrong hands. Even your physical location is hidden, so IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. So you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. You can use it on your computers, your tablets, your phones, and even on your Fire Stick with a, with a Streaming media, whether you're whether you're at home or out in the public, so uh, you don't go online without using IP Vanish. So for you guys, IP Vanish is offering you an incredible seventy percent off their yearly plans, and that also includes a thirty day money back guarantee. So you're basically getting nine months for free. And IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap a button, and you're instantly protected. Uh, you won't even know it's on. So stop sharing. Stop sharing with the world what you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back. And these guys are rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So just go to ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers to claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daytrippers. There we go. Look at that. It's like it's like the oh, season ended.
0: Red, Red, Red Steve in the chat. He is well pleased. He is well oh, pleased. He's, he's
1: missed, he's missed <laughs> my puns. He absolutely loves them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's move on to someone that we can all have some fun with. Let's talk about Everton. Because um <laughs> okay, they've, got, they've got a hard they've got a hard first game at home to Chelsea. So now listen, I home to Chelsea last year, um they somehow managed to beat them, which was really irritating because I I was quite looking forward to the uh, the blues going down. But Kev, this is a weird game because Chelsea's Owner slash sporting director thinks he's playing fantasy football and is just buying any shiny toy you can get hold of with no real plan for what how they're gonna work. And Everton have sold their only hope, which was Richardson. Their second hope, which was Cavaloon, is injured for six weeks, and all they've done is brought a centre back in from a relegated side. It's
0: going well. Well he brought in um you met the kiddie from Burnley as well that I keep forgetting his name, the left winger.
1: Oh, I, uh, to be fair, actually.
0: I mean, you know, and and they've brought in, apparently they've signed they're signing. You remember the, the kid in the week that West Ham were linked with? Oh, His name escapes me, but he's having a medical at Everton. I know uh, that's it. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless he can play up front, what's the point in spending 30-odd million for him? It's pointless. You know, goals win yeah. games and goals keep you up. Everton are in the shit. And I said it last year that it's a miracle they survived it all. Financially, they're fucked. And it's only a matter of time before they go. I think they're gone. I think they'll go this season. In fact, Frank is a, a walking disaster, waiting to waiting to be sacked. And he's got. He's already got his ready-made excuses. There's no reason whatsoever that Chelsea just don't go and put a score up. Just go and run a score up like they're playing a cricket match. Just go and have fun with it because there is absolutely nothing in that Everton side that should fit, that should worry Chelsea in any way, shape, or form and Chelsea should be able to give their new signings a run out and just go and have some fun with it because, look, I when I first started watching football, Everton were a serious side. You know, they were a top, top team. Likes of Gray and Lineker, Adrian Heath, they Peter Reed in midfield. They were, you know, Radcliffe. They were a proper side. You look at them now. They're an absolute shadow. The only reason, it's it's pure dumb luck. That they haven't been relegated this far, you know, this long. There's no way you can go through spending that much money that badly and not get punished for it. It's shocking what's well, going on there. It,
1: they also did a deal, so
0: didn't they do some sort of deal that the to financially, they were okay. Well, fuck's is, it, man. They're, they're building a stadium under the fucking sea. Do you
3: know what I mean? Yeah. They're a joke of a They, they did a deal with Alistair Usmanoff, okay? No no, uh, they, 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 no, no, they did No, No, had after a, that.
1: After that, they had a conversation with the Premier League, which was basically like square in the books, so they didn't get a point deduction. Yeah. So,
3: oh yeah, it was, that, it was all very like hmm.
1: I don't I mean,
3: that. I think that's 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 where I was going. And so yeah. Ustinov is was kind of like the silent partner in Everton. He, he was at
0: Arsenal for a good while, wasn't he? So he, he, was, uh,
3: he was he was the second biggest shareholder, and even the owner the, the main fella for Everton, Mashi, he was sitting on the Arsenal board as well. One time, do you know? So they yeah. took the ball when Cronky wouldn't leave him, wouldn't leave him have a say in the club, and they went to Everton. They bought Everton. Usmanov then decided to come in under the radar and uh, sponsor the training ground, give him thirty million for the training ground a year, and then he was doing a sponsorship for their jerseys, and he was kind of like funding the wages. So you fast forward, you fast forward to just be f- in February, you had the, the war in Ukraine. And guess who Usmanov is in bed with? Putin. So then all his assets are seized, the whole lot. So Everton then, Everton's money dried up, hence why financial fair play then got involved on top of it. They should have been deducted points at the end of the season and they should have went down. They were completely over Over the percentage that they were allowed, and they got away with murder. I don't think I. I I don't think it'll happen this year.
1: No, I tell you what, Luke. um, I've still not forgiven Man United and Chelsea for for throwing those wins away at Goodison Park. The one time you want those dickheads to turn up and just do their job, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, it was just like it was like a car crash. No, it was so much fun while it lasted. It was good fun though. Uh, How are you seeing this? I mean, I can't see anything that I still think Chelsea will as much as they're haphazard and a bit of a car crash, I just think Everton are 10 times worse. Yeah, Everton are to poor, aren't they? And I, and I think, again, I'm,
2: without kind of echoing Kev the whole entire stream, I think that he's 100% <laughs> Sorry, correct. Bro. You know, you that's no, all right. You look at, you know, yes, Spurs over overspent on Richarlison. Now, going <laughs> back in time when this deal came about, the rumours were that actually the reason why it was so high was... So we were then going to do a deal regarding Harry Winks to go to Everton. That's
0: what And I that thought. was gonna
2: basically even itself out. But it seems as though they've kind of gone off that idea and they're going on this uh, Onana now. Um and then What's yeah, times the, yeah, no, no,
0: fast when you're drunk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've just no idea where they're gonna get goals from. You know, I think you're right. I think you know, Dwight McNeil he's, he's a
1: he's a decent player, Tarkovsky, you know, fair play. But You've got players like only, Dwight Gailey who are handy. And they are, and Dwight Gayle did well last year for him, but he's not got—he's not a twenty-goal season man for you. You know, he's probably not got one. They got one. Dwight Gill got
0: one goal last year.
1: Yeah, no, but and, and you look at Damari Gray, who was, who was good I, for them, but
0: yeah, again, but going, him, so he's not—he's so he's not going to
1: get—he's not going get to get double figures. So you like, <laughs> no, he's not.
2: No, you know, you saw the comments from like Frank Lampard in, in pre-season, you know, when they got battered in the US, and by he's a just, coffee, you know
1: by yeah by a Costa Coffee Barista
2: exactly and he's saying you know, know what how poor coming. how poor they were and how much work is needed and all the rest of it you know th- i think the wheels have come off even before the season's even started you know if no one's back in everton to get relegated this season then they seriously need to think about their gambling activities because you know i i, I can't see any i can't see anybody but everton well, will be the first name of me to Everton's get out.
1: last loss to chelsea at the ground was 2014 so it's a bit of a bogey but yeah, yeah
0: i'd,
2: I'd look at you up. Know, chelsea chelsea also worried me if i
1: was a chelsea fan
2: you know, because I still don't think that they have a goal, a goal-scoring striker who's gonna. I saw they were linked with a Bamiyang this week. I think it's just. Do you know what some of the moves are doing?
0: If there's a if there's a manager out there that can get a tune out of him, it's Thomas Tuchel. Mm-hmm. He works See? wonders with him at Dortmund, and because he didn't do he's got Bamiang is going to be leaving Barcelona. There's there's no question about that. It's just a case of where he's going to go. Oh no, Steve, honestly, he's he's definitely going to be leaving there.
3: I 100%. I I can't see it especially you know when he has when his family a, actually live in Barcelona. Yeah, that's, I don't I look
0: Steve, I'm sorry lad he sold pop, the with that one. The the idea that Ansu Fati is going to be back and available and fit, Dimbele is back available and fit. Isn't also the You've wages. got Lewandowski as well. Yes, he's on big wages but this whatever his name is at Chelsea don't care. He's spending money like it's confetti. He, they need just, to
2: release those wages, Chris. That That's saying. what I'm saying. They need to get
0: Aubameyang's wages off the books, They the wages so they off the, off the reg- books. And the same with, so they the, the same with uh, Depay. You know, they need those wages off the book as well. So He's off to Juventus, isn't he? Apparently, Yeah, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Aubameyang does end up at Chelsea. Purely and simply, even if he's just an option, um, it would make sense. It would be... The kind of and that would allow them then to shift team of on, you know, because it just didn't work. Team of looked brilliant in the Bundesliga, and when he oh, plays for Germany, he's re, he's really good. You know, when he plays for Germany, he's really good. But for whatever reason, it's a mental block. What it's talent, it's nerves, German, it's, I think,
3: whatever. German, it German, it is. Striker,
1: German strikers coming from the Pram to England, it's starting to be what Italians coming to Serie A to England is becoming. They fairly rarely work out. Yeah. It just seems to be look, a thing now that it doesn't just, seem to I, work
0: for them. I just think Chelsea go there. I, I got them down to win 3-0. Uh, the, the kind I've of got, line-up that Everton are going to have to put out. If I've they got, put out the kind of lineup that they're going to put out, Listen, I, I just think they'll go with Gordon, Gray, and McNeil as a front three, and the rest, wow. every single one of them, has got to be defensive-minded after that. You'll know, so don't try so hold on, but he'll go it'd be funny, he'll start running just to wind him up.
1: Which to be honest, <laughs> well, you, it just it, it made me laugh because it'd be just like so he's not it's not just rapper who starts this fella. Honest to God.
0: But you got so, everything mates, Chris. So what are they saying to you? You know <laughs> they're not they're not talking to me. I can't, think, I can't <laughs> they, they
1: haven't spoken to me for a little while, to be honest. There might be a reason for that. Um I think it, I have got three one Chelsea, uh only because I still think Defensively, Chelsea are, are are a bit of a work in progress. I don't think they've got enough defensively. Thiago because Silva's brilliant. a mad
0: one, isn't it? You know, it, says, it, to Alonso, money, it says to me Alonso's
1: money. It says to me Alonzo's going. Yeah, and they're obviously still worried about Chilwell's fitness after his um his ACL because he's yeah, a, he's a good fair, listen. I, I, I like Cucurella. Cucarella. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah, so well, i apparently run but... is
0: suspended. So. <laughs> <laughs> Getting
1: better, getting better. Okay, okay. So, Steve, what have you got for this game?
3: I'm going Everton 2-1. I think Everton will catch Chelsea on the hop. Do you know, everybody is riding them off. First game of the season. Uh, Chelsea have a very poor record there. Very poor. And just as you were saying a while ago, Manchester United went there, got lost. Arsenal went there and lost. Chelsea went there and lost last season. And this was a team, Everton were a team that were on the way down. So I actually think they could sneak this 2-1. I was just thinking there, I was Chelsea all along. But looking at it, I just think they could sneak it. Do you know? Chelsea, Everton are a bogey team to Chelsea. They are. Mm. And s- strange enough, these patterns seem, seem to continue. Um. I don't know who's going to score the goals from. But again, I just uh, with Chelsea as well. Chelsea have no strikers. Do you know? There's nobody to put the ball in the net. Kai Havertz is the only one. They'll play. They'll put Sterling out out in the right. Um. They'll probably play. What's his name? Pulisic on the left. But then in mm. midfield, who do you, who do they have in midfield? And their back four is completely exposed at the moment. Uh, are they going to throw Kukala straight in? Do you know that's red- another thing?
1: Yes. Is he red- is he registered in time? I, I, I wasn't sure yes. if he's registered in time. Okay.
3: Um,
1: It'd be, I just be a, uh, be a math one just... wouldn't it? Yeah, I, look, it's it's the thing is as much look I enjoy laughing at Everton, but they do have a habit of getting these sort of results at home. Mm. I just feel like they normally get these sort of results at home when it's um a little bit back into the season. You know, back against all, you, you know, you desperately need the results. But listen, nothing was surprising because Kai Havertz did not like Yerimina roughing him up last time, and to us that killed Chelsea's game plan the last game because Kai Havertz just got completely rattled by Yerimina, Mina, dominated him, and a little bit of the dark arts, and he he just didn't like it at all, did he? So we will have to. Um, see. But let's move. On, let's move on to our next game. Um, so, we're late at West Ham at home to City now. I'll Start with you, Luke. I think City, um, Aaron.
3: Huh? No,
1: it's at West Ham. No, it's yeah. oh. yeah. yeah, at West
3: Ham.
1: Yeah, uh, it's at West Ham. So, Luke, um, I sort of, I sort of feel like for this game, this might be West Ham, for West Ham. This might be the best time to play City because they may be possibly a little undercooked. They've only done three, uh, two two friendlies plus the lead, plus the Charity Shield final. So, now listen, that's kind of Pep's way. Pep always sort of does less games, more training. That's kind of his way. And look, listen, they've won back to back titles, so you can't question it too much. But for West Ham, is this possibly the right time to play Chelsea? They they've got a couple of draws recently at home against against their city. So what do you think?
2: Yeah, do you know what I kind of slightly agree with you. I think if we look at the first game in last season, Spurs against City. Spurs went there and the Nuno uh and uh oh sorry, they came to us and the Nuno. We we scraped uh a 1-0 win. I I just think that... I don't think West Ham have strengthened enough. They've gone after some targets and not got them. Um, You know, we can look at Scamacca. Is he going to come in? Is he going to be ready? I still think there's there's certain teams in the Premier League that just, in my opinion, don't have enough firepower to compete. You know, when you play against City, you need to score at least two goals to win the game. Mm. And so I just... I do worry about West Ham. I hope they don't win. So I'm going to go for... Do you know what? I'm going to go for an exciting five-goal thriller, 3-2 Man City.
1: Ooh, okay. Steve, how are you seeing it?
3: Uh, I'm going to go West Ham, lads, on this. Man City doesn't start well at all in the Premier League. Um, also, they look very short as well throughout that squad. Uh, look, the players there after leaving goal. And also look at fernandinho with fernandinho gone i don't think they've strengthened properly yeah they brought in calvin phillips but he's not going to replace fernandinho um Hallin coming in it's going to take time for him to get going um the one player that i i am looking forward to seeing from man city is alvarez um i actually rate this fella he's 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 like an, he's like a young sergio aguero he'll take time but well, he's he's an absolute steal. Uh, look Manchester United he, he looked at Manchester Man, Man United had the option to buy him back in January for 10 million and they said no. They they passed over Do you know so that tells you about their uh, scouting network. Uh West Ham West Ham last season and the season before they were fabulous. The Europa League killed West Ham last year. They were all going for top four and then when they came out of the group stages of the Europa League and went further into it, that's where they started to suffer. They didn't have the squad in that. I think um they're after being very smart in the market. I think they got the the fellow from Burnley, is it Cornet? Uh, yeah, winger.
1: He, he got he got confirmed today, yeah. So I think he's eligible yeah. for the weekend.
3: Yeah, um, Dev who who I actually like, I thought Arsenal were interested in him, you know. He's a big solid unit. Uh the question is, I think one of you mentioned it there a while ago. An Italian player trying to adapt to the Premier League. He could he could fall flat in his face, like. Uh, I don't know. I think Man City are very slow starters to the Premier League, and I think West Ham could just pip them. Uh mm. I'd I'd go for a 3 2 win to West Ham as well. Uh 3 oh, 2 win for West Ham.
1: I'm liking that, Steve. Kev, I mean look. With your live, with our Liverpool hats on, this is probably in looking the opening four or five game. This is probably the only real sound game that I could see City maybe dropping points in because I think the next four are against sides where I would expect City to batter them, no matter who they play. So, you know, and West Ham away. Look, West Ham away for top six sides. They just like to make it. They've made it tricky. They've made that stadium now fortress again, a bit more of a, oh, I can't be asked going to West Ham. Whereas before it used to be like, oh, it's great going to West, it's great going to say West Ham, they all ate it anyway. So nobody cares, nobody shouts. So it's actually quite, a, it's quite a nice, pleasant day. Whereas now you're going, ah, oh, really can't be asked going to West Ham away at the moment. You know, yeah, that's kind of, how, that's kind of how they made it now. They make it big, they make it physical for you. They make it tough. And they've got some players, you know, Antonio still causes teams problems. Uh, Bowen's still there corner gives them more pace uh, and the new Italian guy they signed had the greatest reveal video for, for those of a certain age ever with the... Uh, yeah, was. Well, well with, with the Golazzo throwback, I was well into that.
0: Yeah, it was brilliant. Look, I mean, we're all... hope Look, those of us in this parish are all hoping that West Ham is uh, an absolute shithole to go to for Man City this weekend. You know, it's going to be horrible, but Thor is probably, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. City 5-0 win incoming, Haaland to burst those bubbles. You know, it's... It wouldn't surprise you, but... It's uh, one of those, do you know what I mean? It. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Bowen this season. You know, yeah. they're talking about all the new signings and what have you. They've still got the core of the side that uh, were in with a shout of a top four last season. You know, the core 11 that played most games... And, we, they, they Ram, still got that. and they still got there, and they weren't far off getting into a, a European final either. They were
1: yeah. one they, game away for European final. So, and the, the big ben thing Ra- for Sam was they kept Rice, which is a
0: big, big thing for them keeping him. They, they were always going to keep Rice with the feed that they were that they were quoting. Mm-hmm. You know, they were always going to keep him, and he seems quite happy to stay. You know, it's um, and he's right too because there's no suitable suit- club. That, yeah, there's no club out there that you think are going to pay a big money for him and give him the platform that he needs to play week in, week out to build a rhythm to maintain that you know, he's one of the three best English centre-mids out there for a World Cup slot. Mm-hmm. So he's is at that, is that the right club. And Sk- Skamaka from Sassuolo, yeah, good signing, 30 million, not over the top for an Italian centre forward who's starting for Italy now. You know, it's not huge. When we were talking about Zaniolo earlier, we we're talking 50 million plus, you know, so getting, so getting in for 30 million. They've also spent 30 million on a, they from Ren Aguard. I think his name is. Ariola. they've got for 8 million, done that deal, got that over the line. Um And Downs, they got from Swansea, 9.8 million. You know, They've actually spent eighty million this window without receiving a transfer fee in for anyone. You know they've left a lot of players go and freed up a lot of wages, but they haven't recouped a transfer fee for anybody. So and Moyes is and Cornet is to be added to that, and he still wants to get a couple of more signings in. I think they're going to be one of those clubs that, like you said earlier, Chris, they're right at the top of the list of the who needs them club. You know, I watch a lot mm. of boxing, and you you get those fighters it, it, when you're looking at uh, heavyweight division, saying you're right at the top of the who needs them because they're just going to be an absolute nuisance to play against. They're going to be horrible, and it's a horrible away day. And First up, first game of the Premier League, if you ask Man City who don't you want to play outside the top six, West Ham is top of the list. You know, Definitely. you don't want to go there first game of the season. I just... I, I've I got, think, got him down as a 2-2 draw uh, I just I, think West Ham are good enough To get point off them.
1: I think say, West I mean, Ham has Sorry, sorry. <laughs> go on, sorry. Go on, you, go, you go Steve go
3: on. Yeah I think West Ham ha- Actually has the firepower To actually to actually uh, get at City Look at who they have You have uh, Farnells that's there Bowen You have Benarama Do you know, These are all guys quick players That can get in around that City defence Do you know what I mean they're, they're technically gifted Then just behind them Then you have the likes of Rice And you have Suchek Two guys that can actually Break up that midfield Of City Do you know As you said Kev West Ham are a nightmare to play In London Like absolute nightmare Do you know You don't know what you're going to get with them Do you know I, I just think City With City I think City has lost A few players there That like losing Sterling, losing Gabriel Jesus, Senchenko, Fernandinho, they're a core of players as well, you know, that helped City when when their backs were against the wall, when it was 2-2 or 1-1 or whatsoever. Gabriel Jesus would come on and nick that goal. You know, Fernandinho, when they're 3-2 up, would come in and close out the game. They don't have that anymore at the moment, you know, and they're adapting their new players in this game to a settled West Ham side You know, in London, I I I can only see West Ham beating City. And you know, if this was six months down the line, I'd be saying something different. I'd be saying Man City. But I think West Ham will catch City on the hop here. I think they have those players up top that will trouble that backline. You know, and it'll be interesting to see. Like you know, um, I think I think City. I think West Ham are also in, in for a show for top four. I don't think it's just between the, the six teams that are there. I, I'd keep an eye on West Ham as well as outside chance outsiders for top four as there well. Sure.
0: Like.
1: Cool. Uh, I agree with Philip. I, I'm going for a and you Kev, I'm going for a 2-2, but the caveat I'll put is West Ham have to score first. Because uh, when they got their, their 2-2 last time, was they took the lead, they probably should have actually extended the lead, which then gave them the, the belief to get it back from 2-1 down to get it to 2-2. <laughs> I think if you, I think we all know if City go for, go one 0 up them in ten minutes for most games, it, it kind of goes pretty much game over. That's kind of how those games go. So you do you do need that, but you know, fingers crossed, I, I think it'll be a good game anyway. Uh, West, yeah, City's good all, West Ham City is West Ham City is always actually an entertaining game to watch, and as the chat pointed out, uh, uh, of is back because he did his ACL against when the Beatles three two. Yeah, uh, he's a big player for them very good centre back you know so again that's another big win big win for them so before yes. we go to the last game let's talk a little bit about uh, let's do a bit of fancy football chat because uh, me and Kev between us know nothing about fancy football uh, Kev uh, do we Kev let's be honest Shawnee is the no. king of fancy football in, in the trippers you mate me haven't got a clue I think between us we've made 7,000 changes to our sides and we both go Still doesn't look very good, but you know, I'll go with it. Luke, are you massively into your fantasy football? And are you gonna give us some tips of what you think's really good fantasy football wise?
2: Yeah, no, I love fantasy football, but I'm so, so, so bad at it. Hence my discussion earlier about leaving Mar- Martial in. I'll tell you what what my thinking was originally about him is that I believe watching preseason with Man United, he will he will, when he's fit, play up front for Man United. I, I honestly believe that, and I think under Ten Hag. Uh, that's what he wants, but don't pick him because he's currently got hamstring injury and a massive red arrow. Uh, so that doesn't really help me. Um, I don't know. I've I've kind of gone a little bit round there. I went Ramsdale in goal. I think that he's. Do you know what? I hate this thing. I said this last week. I hate this thing about Spurs fans and Arsenal fans not picking opposition players. Like when it comes to fantasy football, that's what it's all about. It's all about the fun. I can watch Arsenal tonight. Ramsdale keeps a clean sheet, and I'm buzzing. You know, if I watch Arsenal any other time, I'm throwing cool my dogs that. against the TV. Do you know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, kind of my only tip, I suppose, is I, I stuck in um, arebo and also Jesse Lingard. I think that you mm. know, New, um, Nottingham Forest have have got him in and a year. He needs to do something to to kind of get them forward. Maybe he'll be on penalties. Who knows? So. Uh, Kind of really my only tips apart from that, probably all gone for the same players, really. The Salas, Harlands,
1: if you can afford them both. I've got yeah. I've got a Salah I couldn't afford Harland. Um <laughs> so Kev, what sort of formation are you going? Are you doing the me? I went three four yeah.
0: I went three, four, three, but I'm regretting it. I managed to get Cucurella in and um oh, I bet Chuck you w- you not you like- Chuck was, What's his <laughs> name? Uh, Chuck um uh, uh, The kitty from Villa who who went to Chineka, I can't remember his. yeah, that's his name. I got, I I had him in as well. So I don't know what the story with him is. Whether he's going to play or not, I have no idea. But um,
1: I I signed Cucurello because I thought he'll go Chelsea. But then I I didn't pick him. I didn't pick him. I think oh, he won't be eligible in time. And I found out on the show he is, which is really annoying.
0: I need for me for my team I need Pedro Neto to to do something. I need first of all I need him to stay fit. And if he stays fit then I think he's going to be a goal he's going to be a points machine for that mid-tier midfielder who plays up front. I think he he's got to be a points machine if he stays fit. More so that I think he's going to be playing for a move next season. Um, where he goes, who knows? I'd love to have him. I would. I, w- I would. I would. I would if he can
1: stay fit. But if he, he can he stay hasn't, fit, he hasn't proven yet that he can stay fit. Yeah, which is a. Big I think he's. A, big I think
0: he's every bit as good a player now as what Jota was at that age. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he shows the same kind of signs, and if he has a good season this season, he'll be. uh Wolves will struggle to keep him next up uh, next season. So he'll be one to watch, I think, for me. yeah, Steve, my what about yourself?
1: Go on, Steve. What, what are your tips?
3: <clears throat> so I went for the 3-4-3 as well. Um, it's good to hear. Okay. I have no Spurs players in my team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shocking behavior I'm not even a person.
3: What is wrong with you? Yeah. I do have three Liverpool players, though. Do you know? Oh, he's, have, all he's all right. He's He's all right, Steve. I have Trent Sala and uh Darwin up Darwin up top for me. I've Haaland mm-hmm. and Jesus next to him then as well. Um,
1: not a bad front three, that to be fair.
3: Yeah, I have Martinelli in midfield. He, he scored me eight tonight. And I would Senchenko in the back line another twelve, do you know. Um I also have Declan Rice and Bailey as well from Aston Villa, do you know, and I have Everson on goal. And um, fancy football, it's only this year is where I'm actually going to be committed to it. Last season, I still had a Bamiang up top, uh, <laughs> and he was gone to Barcelona. Do you know, he was up top for the last six months of it. Like, and as be, I got no yeah. points. Like, but, but uh, I, this year, now I'm looking forward to playing. it. Like, do you know,
0: I think everyone is in that board, isn't it? We're all into it for the first month. That's, I think, that's the whole point of what we're going to try and do in the show is. We're going to give a section of time every Friday night to – I mean, there's not going to be a Friday night football every Friday night. It's, and hopefully you'll guess if there's no football on a Friday night, you'll have some idea of what players are doing what in the league when we discuss them. And you'll have time to change your teams. We use that substitution if you want to. Uh, and I was asking for the FPL code. The FPL plus, code is Silk Six F. So, you've Next missed 20- it for this week, but you can always Aaron. always join, and um, it'll you'll just, just be a week behind everyone else. Yeah. Plus, Kev, you, you know what's going to happen on
1: all these shows when, I, when I'm hosting. You'll start talking for yourself and I'll go, oh, my team. Shit. So you'll see me live. You'll see my yeah, team's yeah. live. I've got, oh, shit, my I'll, team. I'll, have I'll, see, I'll see Chris
0: picking up his pen. he would be like, what's the top ten for this week? Who's on form? Who isn't? But He's that's the fall. whole point of oh, it. I've got to my bad. whole team. Yeah, it's <laughs> my just, only t- well, there's only one substitution a week. so I know. It's like, I'll be right. I've gone down the route of playing three
1: full-backs who yes. I know are attacking because I thought you're more likely to get assists. Uh, and goals, and I thought I, and my my basic brain went, that's got to be more worth more points, and so I'll go with that. It probably doesn't going to work, to be fair. And Sean is probably going to beat me by about seven thousand points. So you know, but mm. that's the world we're in. But if you look, if you're in the if you're in the trippers trippers league, you join it because you can all laugh at me and Kev because I think me yeah, me and Kev doing not, me and Kev are doing the relegation battle with not we, we just no, we're going to enjoy, no. no gonna no enjoy
0: no. that, aren't we? Right, but let's hey, go with the lot. We, we get our day off to a flying start tomorrow morning. So we do, we do. Let's go into and so Liverpool against Fulham,
1: which will be. Um, it's a weird one isn't it? Cause, um, we to say because we see in this happy at the moment. Kevin getting the um, newly promoted side away from home, which normally is a bit of a pain in the arse. because you know we like they know we play above themselves. I mean, look, we had knowledge last time, and to be fair it's probably one of the coziest away uh, away games we ever had. But yeah. Fulham's an interesting one. They haven't done what they did last time they came which is like buying a new team. They seem to have done more steady building, but I was listening to a Fulham pod earlier. Uh, they've only got two fit centre-backs in the entire squad. And it sounds like Harry Wilson's picked up quite a nasty injury because you know it's a bad injury when you see the, the local press saying, it's okay, he should be fine for the World Cup. World Cup's in November. So... If you're tipping us be okay for the World Cup, that's not a, a short-term
0: injury, is it? So, are you looking forward to Fulham? No. Um, I'd rather play anyone but the promoted sides. I've just got this thing that promoted sides will have spent the last, the fans especially, will have spent the last two months waiting and eyeing up who are we going to get first. And they're going to be absolutely hopping for the first game of the season. And by the way, uh, Liverpool are in town. You know, it's uh, it doesn't get much bigger. So it's a banana skin waiting to happen when anyone plays a promoted side people will be looking at uh, Newcastle. I think Newcastle got Forest. Uh, I don't know who Bournemouth have, but,
1: but Bournemouth have uh, home to Villa.
0: All you all you can do is go and win it. You know, you're not going to get any plaudits for going and beating a promoted side. And if anything happens, if they play above themselves, like they, I guarantee you, they will. They And we don't, we're not quite at it. Like we used to be under Brendan, not so much under Jürgen, where, you know, you turn up and you expect to win. I, I think those days are gone for us. But if we're not at it tomorrow, 12, you know, early kickoff. Promoted side away from home. If we're not honest, then you know strange things can happen. Eventually, Mitrovic is going to have a good season in the Premier League. He's too good a centre forward not to. You know, well, I, it's, I
1: heard. I heard a stat the other day which surprised me, which was not last not last time, the time before he was in the Premier League. I think he said he got eleven goals in the Premier League, which apparently uh, Antonio has never got above that. Which yeah, is interesting, it's... because everyone thinks Antonio... I, I thought Antonio scored more than that, and he no. clearly doesn't score enough that. no. that. Um, but Liverpool-wise, and we'll come to the guests in a minute, a um, little bit of a mini-injury crisis going on. Um, Canate, injury sounds like it's worse than the first thought, because it sounds like now Phillips isn't going to go out on loan. So that sort of indicates to me it's at least probably a six-week job. It's a shame, because Canate last year was really good for us. Uh, jota i think it's a few more weeks away so i don't expect to see him until after <laughs> laugh man united maybe in early september chamberlain who knows no, uh, that's, done. that's done uh jones actually sounds like they've, they've he's picked him in but they've picked up something quite sinister early because they're saying they're saying like he's in a boot now so which is a shame because uh, it's a big season for jones and i thought he did a right pre-season you uh, this is probably his moment now. Simicast, the, the injury doesn't sound too bad. I think he's going to train next week. Cater uh, apparently is ill, but hopefully he's all right. Yeah, he's, any match. He was
0: supposed to have trained today, so
1: yeah, as long as he can kick the ground, it'd be
0: okay. So, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's, well, it's one of there. those. I mean, the thing is, Barock's every other injury is a few weeks, you know, mm-hmm. it's not a crisis, it's just a volume. And, there's no need to be – I mean, there's no need for the overreaction that I'm seeing at some, in some places. It's um, it's a small amount of injuries, which in general, almost all of them wouldn't start. So I'm not overly concerned. If I was um, Carvalho looking at Curtis, and the thing is with Curtis, it looks like it's kind of – it's a shin splints kind of thing. It's mm. – preventative more than anything else because of his age it's uh, it's just part of you know his biology at the end of the day we had a similar thing with Gerard when he's back at the same age you know where he just went through a spurt where got
3: a stress fracture in back did he?
0: yeah he had to be re- he had to be looked after at, at 2021 20, you know it seems similar thing with Curtis it's um it's more to do with his age and his physiology you know that they want to keep on top of it now that when down the line it's not going to be a problem so Jonathan look,
1: says I usually reserve my predictions but I'm going 7-0 Salah to get 6 listen Salah gets 6 my fancy I'll tell you plays, be amazing. i tell you one
0: thing what's the start with Salah he's scored in every first he, game he scored, of every season he's yeah, played in the Premier League for us
1: which is the record because I think he's got 6 in a row so he's looking to yeah. extend his own record now Yeah, and if he gets golden boot this year he will equal
0: the record which is currently with Thierry which is four golden boots. So yeah, and, and there's there's still actually people out, out there who argue that he isn't the best African player to play in the Premier League. It's ridiculous to me. But and yes I'm biased, but I I'll, I'll stand here until whenever they dot and I'll argue that I'm right. Um I she expect us to good. go and I expect us to go and turn Fulham over. I even full strength, it's not the most hostile ground you're ever going to go to. You look at our first eleven. You look at the Man City perform the performance against Man City, and it's the options job. off the options off the bench that can make a difference. I, I expect Bobby to start tomorrow. I expect Darwin to come off the bench probably on the hour. Those kind of options can really. I mean, if you're Tim Ream tomorrow and you've had sixty minutes chasing Bobby around the pitch. You know, I've been dragged from pillar to post, and here's Darwin coming on fresh legged, running looking to make an impact. You know, enjoy yourself. You know, you welcome is, to Premier League
3: Sunshine. Is Duffy gone to Fulham? That was a rumour, wasn't it? I seen
0: that it was uh, it was on the cards from Brighton that he was uh, he was looking to be loaned to Fulham. I don't know if it's gone through Steve. Nothing, uh, I'm not if sitting, it, I'm not if up, it yeah. is, it's a good move because I think he's the mm-hmm. kind of defender that Fulham needs. Someone who actually just loves defending. You know,
3: and he doesn't leave the six yard box like he's Yeah. He hangs around there like and
0: Yeah, do well, you know? What? Me full and well
1: link with uh Nat Phillips, who's a very similar ilk of a defender, but it sounds like the canard injury might kibosh Phillips until until January. Yeah. Which is a shame for Phillips, but needs bush when I don't think Liverpool want to go down the route of let's let's risk three centre backs again. Yeah. Last time, did, last time last time we did that, it it, it went
0: so yeah, without well, reason, <laughs> mental scars it, for that are real and they're still here. Oh, I that, think, that, lads, that was a I laugh, think that's
3: the too. first, I think the first fifteen minutes, them are going to throw the kitchen sink at you. Do you know? Yeah. But after that, after that, you can only see only one winner in this Liverpool. Like too much firepower, too much class throughout the whole team, and yeah. the one thing Liverpool are good at is. Given a disciplined performance when they have to, do you know, and this would be one of these games where hopefully they don't underestimate Fulham, that they don't walk out in the field thinking, yeah, we're going to cause this game and win it. If they don't, if they don't do that, they'll win this easily enough, do you know. Uh, even if Fulham score first, I I can still see Liverpool putting three or four past them, do you know. Too much firepower, Salah, uh, Firmino. Uh, Diaz, it, it, what's the name? Fulham's backline won't be able to cope with that at all. And then after 50-60 minutes, you bring Darwin off the bench. Do you know what? it's it's a different Can game? I, like do you know? What
1: I'm yeah, Luke, it's a nice problem to have, like isn't it? I mean, to be fair to Fulham, last time Fulham were in the Premier League, they took uh, four points of Liverpool. Beat Peters at Anfield one nil when we had no <laughs> centre backs. And to be honest, Liverpool got away with a one one at Craven Cottage. Let's let's yeah. let's be fair. We got a soft penalty. And we were dog shit last time we went to Craven Cottage. But and Kev will talk about it there. We've had some great members at Craven Cottage. Some big wins for seasons that in the end we didn't win the league, we finished second, but you've had like most of you've got these these have been great fun. We've had some great fun at Craven Cottage. Also some dire games, but you know. How are you seeing it, Luke, from a non Liverpool perspective?
2: Yeah, like you said, you got a dodgy penalty. That was nice to, to chirp in with that. Um, but no. Well, Harry uh, Kane can't have all of them, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. I can't believe we're going down this debate.
0: It's
2: not a debate. You're 100% correct.
1: <laughs> oh, so anyway. Somebody don't argue back. It's rubbish. <laughs> Go on.
2: Sorry. Um, no, no, no. So, I, you know. I was going to say something really nice about Liverpool but
1: oh no no I, no I think look, I think
2: I think that you're right to be pessimistic you know I think all fans are going into the first game of the season I reckon Steve probably was slightly pessimistic you know 15 minutes before kickoff today against Patrick Vieira but um yeah I I, I can't see anything but an absolute drubbing for uh, for Fulham to be completely honest I, you know I'm going 4-5 maybe nil I don't. I don't see. I don't see Fulham doing anything against Liverpool. You know, you see how well they played um, attacking in possession um, against City in the in the Charity Shield. I think that you know to them play a Fulham side that have just been promoted. I think you know we can talk all day long about you know games in the past and everything else, but Liverpool are a different animal at the moment. And I think that
1: um, yeah, I can't see anything but a, but a big big win tomorrow for Liverpool. Cool, All right, Kev. I'll give you an eleven, and let's see how close we are to it. I've got a feeling. You've go, on, go on, go oh, on. Yeah. Ali in goal. Yeah. Usual back four: Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robo. It's basically yeah. the, the back five that we put with no wins for I think we go with the Champions League final three of Henderson, Fabinho, Thiago. Yeah, and then Salah, Bobby Diaz. Yeah. Although Diaz has been quiet, I would say preseason. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a big season for Diaz because look. He's done nothing wrong. This is not me slagging him off, but I would like a bit more end products from him,
3: especially yeah, if you get.
1: Yeah. there's no Sadio Mani now. You, you need to replace Sadio Mani's numbers from when he was peak Sadio Mani left wing, which is a hard le- uh, That's a hard level to get to, but that's kind of a standard we need to get from him now. Is he gets himself to the positions? He just needs to, you know, finish yeah. it off really.
0: Look, he's got to get into double figures. That's the standard that we need. If we're going to be looking to top 90-plus points and 100-plus goals, he's got to hit double figures. He's got to hit 15-plus goals and probably 15-plus assists. That's just the standard you're at if you want to be at this club. And I would have started with Bobby. I could understand if he wanted to go with with um, Darwin Nunes, wouldn't surprised me in the slightest I think it might be a show of confidence if he wanted to go with Darwin that he just said look we trust you go but I just don't think he will um
1: I, I think he will bet him in gently if yeah. he was if he wasn't injured and obviously would the pre-season yeah uh, yeah this is a game made for Jota it would have been, I think Jota would have started uh and I think Nunes and Bobby would have been used sparingly for the last 15 minutes I think that's probably how it would go. I, th- I feel like Joshua would have been the main man for a little while, which is, look, I, mean, the, the, I know he tailed off last year, but he, he still got 20 goals for his no comps.
0: Yeah. Look, i go for a 3-0 Liverpool win. Um, I want to try, I hope we start off the season with a clean sheet. Um, exactly. I think, I really strongly believe that Alisson at Liverpool, in his Liverpool career, will break Peter Cech's clean sheet record, 24 clean sheets in a season. I think that is with he got he he got to twenty twenty one last season. But I honestly believe that not only is he that good, I just think that the back four and midfield the way we play is capable of getting that record with him. So I just hope that this is the season. And if that happens this season we win the league. I just can't see any argument around that. Whoever, if you get twenty four plus clean sheets in a season and don't win the league, something's gone drastically wrong somewhere on the pitch.
1: Yeah, so because you, you would argue it's probably a little bit of sloppiness us early in the season defensively, which is probably yeah. silly points that cost us. I would
0: say. Yeah, no, I just I just see a Liverpool. I see a Liverpool win. I don't think it'll be dramatic. I mean, I keep going back to the Watford or sorry, the Norwich game a couple of years ago when. I think Gav was over there and it was four 0 on the night and we we're all gone into the game nervous. We didn't know what was going on. I think Origi played and we ran out comfortable winners on the night in the end. So I just yeah. think that we over worry as fans. You I know remember we,
1: that. we remember the game because we started with uh, Milner Jones and Kate and everyone's heads fell off, which was actually quite yeah. a fun to watch to be honest. <laughs> we uh, do it's 20 past 11, so I think we, yeah. know, we've got people here for long enough. One last thing before we go. Uh, Bobby's Wish to Walk, it's our, chari- it's our charity that we're involved with. So links in the des- in the description below. Um, come on, guys. We ask you this all the time, and you, you, you always come through for us. Give what you can. If you can't give, share it everywhere. Social media, WhatsApp groups, work groups, just let's get this lads to America so he can yeah. get treatment so he can get himself walking, walk which would be kind of a nice thing. We we helped Sienna out. I've seen the Instagrams of Sienna. She's dancing away on holiday, which is lovely to see. So, you know, this is a kid who was, you know, could barely walk before. So it's, it's <laughs> lovely to see. So yeah. let's do, let's do the same for Bobby. It's a nice thing to do. Uh, but listen, Luke, thanks for coming on again for, for us talking all things Spurs. Uh, so where can people find you?
2: Well, yeah. So first of all, I just want to reiterate what you said, obviously, you know, if you can donate, make sure you do donate. Um, and I think you're completely true. You know, if you can't donate, that's absolutely fine. People are going through hard times at the moment, but just share it around as much as you can. Uh, for me, uh, you can see next to my name, that channel is now changed. As of tonight, we have changed the channel uh, that I run. It was called Rivalry Aside TV, and uh, now it's called the Park Lane Podcast. So it'll be me and my good friend Dave, and we'll be talking everything about nice. Spurs. And I expect Steve to go straight after this and uh, subscribe straight away. But no, if you like if you like what I'm talking about, you want to hear me talk about Spurs, then uh, come over. It's every Saturday morning at 11am. And uh, yeah, I'd love to have you over. It doesn't matter whether you support Liverpool, Arsenal, whoever it is. Get in the comments, taunt us. You know, let's have some fun. And uh, yeah, thanks again
1: for having me on. Good, good, good. And Steve, Dave, you enjoyed it, mate?
3: Oh, I did! I absolutely loved it, and thanks a lot, lads, for having me on and the whole lot. Like, you know, um, just as Luke said there, uh, I hope everybody will do it. It's a worthy cause, you know, um, and hopefully you'll have me back on again sometime, lads. You know, but thank you again absolutely. for having
1: me. I'm sure we will. We'll definitely have you on so we can do some Arsenal preview work as well. So don't you worry, Kev. I'll see you tomorrow mate.
0: I'll see you tomorrow for the pre, for the post match show. I've known Steve on Twitter for cuz Steve is from Cork. I've no, I've talked to Steve on Twitter for what the bones of about 3 or 4 years Steve. And yeah, always, right, good, always good Always good-natured. Always good football chat. I'm delighted that Steve. I'm delighted Steve came on tonight and had a brilliant debut and I just I'm looking forward to you coming on again. And no, I'm just really happy that you came on. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, Luke, thanks very much. Looking forward to the new launch, the new channel. And definitely be coming over to subscribe and give you a bit of uh, stick in the chat, as as I, I tend to do some from time to time. <laughs> but yeah, no, Chris, we'll be back tomorrow for the post-match, mate. And hopefully, we'll have good all good things to talk about. Just want to thank everyone in the chat as well. You've all been fantastic. fantastic. Just because we didn't read out as many comments as we normally would, um look it's a brand new show tonight and uh as the show evolves we'll get a bit better with it and we'll start reading out a lot more comments but thank you all very much really is, really is appreciated as gab said there we do not take super chats any donations can be directed to the charity push bobby's wish to walk needs to raise 150000 euro we're at 110000 it's the last bit and the last bit's always the hardest so let's just get this over the line and you see the stuff with Sienna. You see <laughs> she's one of Steve's kids running across the background there. As soon as uh, you know, you see this, the difference this makes with Sienna. Bobby deserves this. You know, the kid is an absolute trooper. And do you do what you can. It will be really, really appreciated. That's all I gotta say on it. Cool.
1: Right on that on that very Point your nose. Um, take care of yourself, guys, and we will see you. or well, me and Kevin will see you guys tomorrow when hopefully we'll talk about a Liverpool win against Fulham. Fingers crossed. Until then, good evening. Have a good time.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.